0: What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Band's Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Wednesday, January 15th. Hopefully, all you guys have had a nice, blessed, and hard-working week up until this point. Continue to do those things. Hopefully, all you guys are doing good. Uh, Continue to grind, stay positive, stay blessed, all those good things, man. But today, I'm not even going to lie to you. This is probably the happiest I've ever been On a podcast, and I've been happy almost every time I've done a podcast, but this one might just be my most happiest podcast because, in a world where everybody's complaining about people being too sensitive and all this stuff, and the world is in a weird place and all this bad stuff is going on, one thing that I don't want people to ever forget about these times when we look back at it in history is that we're being very progressive in this time. Like, it's a lot of big, monumental changes that are taking place during this time period like don't let that go over your head it's been a lot of groundbreaking things that have happened in these days and i know it's a lot of negative stuff out there but still don't let that influence your your mind or your thoughts because again it's been a lot of groundbreaking stuff that's happening today i'm gonna talk about some more groundbreaking stuff and progressive stuff um to do with basketball to do with uh women in society to do with just the world in general becoming a better place and that's why i'm truly happy to talk about this so first Let's get into it. So the big three, which is Ice Cube's league, up-and-coming league that's been doing very good ever since he started it a few years back. They're headed into their fourth season uh, upcoming. Last year was actually a really good year for them when it comes to ratings and views and stuff like that, I heard. Um, I know Ice Cube's done a very good job, and, and his team have done a very good job with building the big three brand. I was truly happy. I forget. I want to say they were in Dallas last year. I believe the place was sold out, and I was just truly happy to see that because... You know, when people first started talking about it, a lot of people were hating on him, of course. They always hated a black entrepreneur doing his own thing, doing things differently. And, you know, I, I, me personally, I thought it was a great idea. I mean, like, who doesn't want to see some of your favorite NBA legends come back and play basketball up in their older ages? I know it's not the same as, you know, seeing them in the playoffs or stuff like that, but it's still good to just know that they're still doing good, know that they still got it, they still want to hoop, they still have fun doing and playing basketball. So, there's nothing wrong with that. So... They announced some changes to the big three today, which are are actually really good changes. So the first change is they have a new rule where you can, it's called a challenge. It's pretty much a challenge. It's called bring the fire, bring the fire. And it's pretty much where if a team wants to challenge a foul call, instead of having the refs like review or anything like that, they're just going to have the player, I guess the player that decides to challenge it and the player that got called for the foul, have a one-on-one possession in the middle of the game so pretty much it's like if you got fouled prove it like so i honestly like this rule i think the only thing that might be the only negative of this rule is that people might just want to bring out that challenge rule whenever they want even when it's clearly a foul that's the only thing i might have a problem with it i don't know how the refs are going to do with it or whatever hopefully i actually review it so because if it's not really a foul then you know, or I don't really know, but I think it's a good rule because you get to really prove that you got, that if you didn't get fouled or if you, you know, want to get fouled, whatever the case might be, I think it's still a good thing. So again, it's called bring the fire, or pretty much if a team challenges a foul call against a player, then that player and the person, the player who got fouled and the, or the player who claims he got fouled and the player who said he didn't get fouled, get to play one on one in the middle of the game. So it's pretty much like a one on one battle in the middle of the game. So that's actually a really, really dope thing to do. So that's the first thing. And then the next thing, which is really, really big for the big three, is that the league will also lower the age limit. So the original age limit was 27 years old or 27 years young. Now it's 22 years young. So pretty much I'm 20. I'm about to be 21 in a couple weeks, but 22-year-olds will now be able to play in the big three. And they're doing this because they want to allow, um, obviously, younger talent. You know, that always helps. You don't want to just have a whole bunch of older players in the big three. That's not... That's, I mean it's 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 able you're able to keep that going for some time but you want to get some fresh new younger faces in there too. And then another thing they'll also now be allowing two sport athletes specifically NFL tight ends, so you know Antonio Gates just retired a couple of days ago you never know I, I know he liked the hoop when he was younger um it's a lot of two-sport athletes out there you know a lot most of football players most basketball players most athletes in general they play two sports coming up and that's why they're so good at one sport because they mastered certain things to do in their specific specific sport while learning how to do things other in their other sports so that's another really good thing too and of course you, you know you got a whole bunch of tight ends that you know previously used to play um basketball so that's a really good thing too so i like these new changes just i know there's, they sound small but it's a good way to expand and grow the community for the big three i know a lot of people actually tuned in this last season because they brought in some real good talent like joe johnson who ended up getting a deal with the pistons i don't know how that's going for him right now but i think he is still with the pistons i think um Of course, you had Gilbert Arenas join. That's one of my favorite players of all time. Hibachi, Steven Jackson, phenomenal player with the Spurs back in the day. Um, Jason Richardson, Michigan State Spartan Dog, played in the league with the Warriors for a minute um, in a couple different teams. Of course, Nate Robinson, that's a fan favorite. Who doesn't like Nate Robinson? He's a two-time NBA dunk champ, you know, not even six foot yet. You know, easily one of the best dunkers of all time. Amari Stoudemire, you know, back in his Phoenix Suns days, everybody loved him. Deshaun Stevenson, big-time player back in the day. And then one of my favorites, too, that I don't think gets enough credit, but he's still a bucket to this day, and he's still giving buckets in the big three. And he was getting buckets back in the day in the NBA. And a lot of people, back when he was in the league, were calling him Steph Curry. Or, or let me let me rephrase that. A lot of people actually called him Steph Curry before Steph Curry. And he goes by the name of my excuse me, Mahmoud abdul Rauf, And he was actually pretty much kind of the Colin Kaepernick before Colin Kaepernick was, to be honest with you. He was actually um, a, a bucket, first of all. He played with the Denver Nuggets for a, a majority of his career, I believe. Um, and then, you know, sadly, the NBA pretty much blackballed him because he he was open about his Muslim faith. And so he went to play overseas for majority of the rest of his career. And, you know, he's, he's back in the, or he's in the big three now. So that's actually a good thing. And he's still, he's still a bucket. I think he's like almost, I think he's probably like 50. And he's like still a bucket, gray beard and all. Uh, he's probably like one, Bucket. Go watch his highlights from back in the day. He is the truth. And also, I want to give a huge shout out and a rest in peace To Andre Emmett, who was a big three player that we lost last year, used to play in the NBA. Sadly, he was shot and killed in his hometown, I believe somewhere around Dallas, Texas. Uh, Last year, we lost him, so, you know, I always want to send prayers and love to, you know, those fallen soldiers, but, you know, the big three is in a good place. I I truly believe that Ice Cube has done a great job, and his team, again, have done a really good job of trying to expand the league, and you just got to give him credit for it, it's a OG Ice Cube a legend he's doing different things and he's you know the big three is probably one of the best things he's done to be honest with you and it's it's growing the game it's expanding the game and you can't hate on him for that so shout out to Ice Cube big time thing so some more progressive news that I was actually this this news actually made me really happy that I heard at the top of the week I believe they announced this on Tuesday the WNBA and the WNBA Players Association have reached an agreement on a new collective bargaining agreement and the agreement looks like this it will be an eight-year deal that will run all the way until 2027 and the biggest things we all know for the WNBA, they needed a higher salary which we're going to talk about now they need a better travel which we'll talk about now and they needed better pay for matern- for players that were pregnant. And that was a big thing, too. So, And we all know the WNBA does not nearly get enough credit because I feel like the only reason that WNBA is two things. We'll talk about both of them. But I think the main reason that the WNBA doesn't get as much love and credit that it deserves is, one, I hate to say it, but they just don't market it good. Like the whole marketing scheme for the WNBA for whatever it's been for however long it's been around, it has not been good. Like, that's just the facts. Like, they've done a a pretty good job of getting better with it, but they need to really start looking at being more strategic when it comes to marketing because the game is just, it's a good game. Like, they have a good product. Like, I'm never going to question the product. I love watching the WNBA, to be honest with you. Like, I watched the finals this past season with the Connecticut Sun and the the Washington Mystics. Hell of a series. That was fun. Elena Deladon killer. They have a whole bunch of good players. Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi, Maya Moore, Candace Parker. The list goes on. There's so many good players in the WNBA, but they just haven't done a great enough job of expanding the game and and making it a better thing. And I think another reason that a lot of people don't really watch women's basketball is simply because one, there's two other reasons. One, because they're not true fans of the game. And two, they just want to see dunking. And I think that's that's kind of a weird thing. Like, because the females, majority of them can't dunk. It is a couple that can't dunk. Don't get it twisted. Like, there's a few NBA players or WNBA players that can dunk. Do not get that twisted. But just because the majority of them can't dunk, that automatically turns off some of these quote-unquote fans, but if you're a parent and you have a kid that likes basketball or loves basketball, make sure that they watch all things basketball. Don't just have them leaning towards the NBA just because there's a whole bunch of dunks and excitement and stuff like that. The WNBA is still good too. Just because not a lot of them can dunk, that makes them more skilled than a lot of people. Like, some of the best WNBA players will give some NBA players buckets, and I truly mean that. Like, they are the goods. Like, personally, my favorite player is Maya Moore and Sue Burr because they're just Tough. Like they're both just big time bucket getters. I like Diana Taurasi, too because she's actually from where I'm from, the city over. I'm from Ranch Cucamonga. She's from Ontario. They're pretty much like the same city, they're right next to each other. Um, I believe she went to Don Lugo High School. So, yeah, so that's that. So, getting back to it. So, again, the WNBA and the WMBPA, the Players Association for the WNBA, I reached a new collective bargaining agreement. Again, eight year deal runs through 2027. Um, so, this is the pretty much the Exact specific um explanations of the new deal. So when it comes to their pay, they'll be getting a 53% total increase in cash compensation. That was always one of the biggest things that they were not getting paid enough, and they weren't. Like let's just face the facts, they were not getting paid enough. They were getting paid so little that it honestly amazed me when I first heard about it. Like they should have been getting paid way more, and now they're finally getting their right bread. So let's get into exactly what that means. So they're gonna be getting paid off their base salary. Additional performance bonuses, prize pools for new in-season competition games, and plus league and team marketing uh, deals. So they're going to get marketed better. Um, and of course, you know, mark when it comes to marketing, it's always going to be the best player. So you know, you got if you want to get those extra incentives and stuff like that, you got to be the best, or you got to be one of the best players because it's a lot of good players in the WNBA. So again, they're getting paid for a, a lot of good things. So and then continuing with the money. The top players in the league will now be able to earn $500,000. This is the first time in WNBA history that the average cash compensation will exceed six figures. That is super monumental. Again, let me say that again. Top players in the league will be able to earn $500,000, half a million dollars. This is the first time in WNBA history that the average cash compensation will exceed six figures. Think about that. WNBA players weren't even getting paid six figures a season before this. I mean, some were, but not majority of them. And now all of them are. And now the average salaries, the average salaries, the worst players on the team, no offense to them, will be getting paid at least 130000 That's a really good thing. That's a really Huge jump for the WNBA because again these players deserve that. So that's why that's one of the main reasons I'm really happy for this. Another thing, so I believe a couple years ago, um, it came out that Skylar Diggins was actually hooping. She's one of my favorite players too. Actually, but before she got to the WNBA, she was a, a national champ. Uh, I believe she was national, or yeah, I'm pretty sure she was a national champ with Notre Dame. She was really fun to watch with the fighting Irish, but it came out that she had announced that she was actually playing in WNBA games while she was pregnant. And because she was doing it pretty much because they weren't getting their right dues while they were pregnant. And now with the new CBA, when when the women are on maternity leave, they will get full pay. That's a really good thing, too. That's a really, really big thing. So, And they'll actually get an annual child care stipend of $5,000. They will also be able to get two-bedroom apartments for the players' children. And they will have workplace accommodations for nursing mothers. So that's a really big step, too. They're taking all the right steps in all the right directions so that's a big thing too moving on though so some free agency rules they, they did a little tweaking with the free agency rules too so free agency rules so the players who play through their current contract like they finish and go through their contract now and and the players that finish their contract and have five more years of playing ability left will become unrestricted free agents if they if they aren't designated as a core player now a core player pretty much just means an important player to your team. Like you could be a starter or you can be that big time bench player off the bench or you can just be a bench player that really helps them out. You can't be a a total, total bench player. Like you can't be at the end of the bench, but if if you're getting run, if you're getting consistent minutes, night in and night out, then you're considered a core player basically. So if you're considered a core player, um, you'll be able to get become an unref- unrestricted free agent if you finish through your contract and you still have five more years left to play. So that's, or yeah, if you still have five more years of playing ability left in you. So that's the thing. And to be designated as a core player, again, you have to be a player that gets consistent minutes. And then they actually reduce the number of times that you can be called a core player. So you can only be co- considered a core player um, three times this year. Originally it was four times, but now it's three. So you can only be identified as a core player three times. And then in the year 2022, the 2022 season in the WNBA, they're going to drop the core season uh, marking to only two years. You can only get that core designation two times. So stay with me there. So then there's that. Also, and then I'll get y'all out of here. Two more things. They now have better career development and quality of life elements that they're adding into the new CBA. So the league will work with affiliated leagues like the NBA and other other associations around the country, teams and sponsors for veteran players, post-careers, and off-season um, opportunities for NBA players. We all know, I'm pretty sure most of you guys have seen Chenea Ogumake, who played for the Los Angeles Sparks. She works for ESPN. She does a phenomenal job covering hoops all the time. She does a great job. She's going to probably, she probably makes, or I'm, I'm pretty sure when she started at ESPN, she was making more money working at ESPN than she was making while playing in the WNBA. But now with this new CBA, she's going to be making a lot more money. So congrats to her, too. And she's I believe she's actually the vice president of the WNBA's player association. Now, I believe her sister is the president of the players association for the WNBA, Neko Ogumake. Um, So shout out to the or excuse mean? Yeah. No, not Ogumike. I'm tripping. Um. Oh, yeah. The Ogumike. I'm, tri- I'm tripping. Yes, the Agumake. So them. Um, and then they will also get mental health benefits and resources They'll also have education and counseling programs for their players. And they'll have a new nutrition council to keep their players in the best shape and able for them to produce on the court year in and year out. So that's another big thing, too. And they're going to get better travel. I forget. Who it was I seen on Twitter, I believe it was probably like a year, maybe even two years ago, I seen a a WNBA player on Twitter. I forget who it was, forgive me for that, but she was pretty much saying like the travel was terrible, like their flight got delayed, they had to catch another flight, then they got to to their next uh, arena late, they still had to play and stuff like that, so I don't know exactly what's going to change, I believe they're taking commercial flights, I don't know if they're going to get private flights or something like that, but hopefully that is the case, because that's big, and they didn't really announce that part when it came to the better travel arrangements, but hopefully, you know, it's, it truly is better travel arrangements. So I think that's what is going to happen. So then there's that. And then lastly, the WNBA now has a new initiative or collective called the WNBA Change Makers Collective. And pretty much it's going to be a whole initiative to support the league and marketing, branding, and for players and fan experience to be better. So another way for the WNBA to expand, hopefully, again, They have to do better when it comes to marketing. I think this will be a key thing for them to get better in that department. And then it's pretty much gonna be making change for women in sports and most importantly for just women in general in society. So man, again, I'm truly happy to announce all this news. Hopefully you guys were able to collect all that and get that through your heads. If you are not a fan of the WNBA, please just take some time to watch it. Like, Don't be ignorant. Don't listen to all these people that just hate on women just to hate on women because it is a lot of people out there, men obviously specifically, that just hate on women just for the fun of it. The WNBA is not a bad thing. The Big Three is not a bad thing. They're both really fun to watch. If you actually love basketball or even like basketball like you claim that you do, then you would watch the Big Three and you would watch the WNBA. Tune into both. And if you don't watch the WNBA like that, the least you can do is go and watch the WNBA playoffs because the WNBA playoffs are really good, too, and it's really, really high-level basketball all the time. So that's the least you can do. But as always, with that being said, it's been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops podcast. As always, shout out to Nuts & Both Sports. I am featured on their podcast network, but they have a whole bunch of other really great podcast creators. Go check out all the podcasts on Nuts & Both Sports. And I actually just dropped a blog on Cassius Winston, the great, the legend Cassius Winston on Nuts and Bolts Cos Basketball blog. Go check that out. But they have also, again, they have a lot of really other good bloggers on Nuts and Bolts Sports, from wrestling to basketball in general, to football, to soccer, whatever you want, to fitness, to health, to modeling, whatever you want, sports-wise, Nuts and Bolts has it. So go check them out ASAP. No Rocky. That is at Nuts and Bolts Sports. Again. This has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Who's podcast. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, share, and all those other good things. And if you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. That's how we share and expand the podcast. I appreciate you guys if you made it this far. As always, have a great rest of your week. Peace, love, and blessings gone.